It's working. Yay! Pro Tools, woo, yeah, woo. Good old Pro Yay. Tools. You can always count it to work. At to work hours later than you end. need it to. Yeah. to. So you get nearly everything done, but not, not quite, quite what you want. You're still a bit late. Yeah, shall we watch some cartoons? <laughs> I then? think so. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. Happy New Year! Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. I mean, it's a bit early. It We've is a bit three more one. episodes to do, and then it'll be... Yeah, should we save that till next episode? Uh, no. No? You want no. to do it now? I want to do the countdown at the end of this one. Right. And, 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 like, and then we can do it. And then the next episode, we could just have the previously on, and we'll be like, yay! <laughs> I, sh- I should have got party poppers. I'm sure we can work something out. Yeah, I'll just do that noise again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, but this uh, episode's going to take us up to the end of 1948. It is. Uh, I- We're getting close to the 50s. Imagine that. What's going to happen in, in the, the 50s? 30s. I know. Like, 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 you know, it'll be soon, it'll be like 20 years of tunes well, gone. Well, I think the 40s is the most densely populated with archive footage yes right? yeah i think i think well when we've looked at it it was what kind of halfway through the 50s it really starts to thin out yeah i think i think the 50s are still pretty dense and the 60s it's definitely just a big drop off so yeah. it's like i feel like we're making real good progress we are making good progress uh so uh last week uh we caught a glimpse of the mastermind behind the uh cinecolor cloning program yeah uh, and discovered that he was he'd fallen uh, like deathly ill. Um, yeah, and he and he just needed a good laugh for so, some reason. Uh, we like we're presuming that the Cinecolor cloning program was sort of taken out of his hands when he sort of fell ill. Yeah, and is being used for more nefarious uh, purposes than he originally intended. Yeah, so I thought it was like like the creation of uh, kind of super soldiers and various other things. I don't think were quite on his like top of his list when he first started Cinecolor. Yeah, I think it, I, I imagine it was for medical purposes. Like maybe he did have the <clears> disease <throat> and he was trying to sort it out. Yeah, like, so, he's try- so he's trying to, I don't know, maybe grow himself some new organs or something. Because we don't know what was wrong with them. Yeah, we, we did posit that ah, he was going to John Malkovich know what was himself bro- into another body. I think his funny bone was broken. His funny bone was broken. And that's, that's why And that's why he needed like, a good laugh. And he couldn't have. But how, like how, how would... Daffy taking a pie in the face to fix that. Uh, well, maybe it's just healed over time and he hasn't noticed. You know, like, if you, you, like, if you broke because his leg butler, and laid down. The butler wasn't letting anyone in to make him laugh. Exactly. Okay, so... His funny bone was broken. So we still don't know who's behind the more nefarious dealings of Cinecolor. No. Um, but uh, we do know that... Uh, what was his name? JP something. Yeah. I, still, I didn't catch the surname. No, it was it was difficult time. in the episode, like because I tried to listen to it, but because it, it was said on the radio, but it was said so quickly, it was like, uh, what was that? Yeah, well, it, and it's not we'll, mentioned either. We'll slow it right down. Yeah, we'll we'll, tr- we'll try and get that out. But it's JP, someone he's he's on the mend. So yeah. maybe because we've previously seen Bugs Bunny uh, return uh, from the future to stop a uh, super mutant future uh, by stopping the guy making the super powered carrots. Yeah. And uh, it looks like Daffy was put on task for this one. Uh, do, do you think he was tasked by Bugs? I think he was tasked by someone. Like, yeah. I think at this point they are 
they are working for uh, the agency or at least yes. an agency. Yeah. Like they, they are all agents in the field just trying to stop these things from happening. <coughs> and this time Daffy was on the case and I think his chosen method was to bring the original mastermind back into the fray. Yeah, uh, which uh, which hopefully will work. And the thing is, he, he is the logical choice to be sent in because if you've got that butler who's not allowing anybody in, Daffy's the persistent, annoying one who's going to get past that butler. Exactly. Uh, so on the other side of the Daffy coin uh, at the time, he was like sort of a down-in-his-luck salesman. Yeah. He seems to be sticking at it, but uh, it doesn't sound like it's going to have worked out very well for him because uh, our first episode this week, which is a Cinecolor, so as we all know, that means we're on Clone Watch. Yeah. Uh, it's called Riff Raffy Daffy. So it sounds like he's he's going to be uh, real down pretty on hard luck. up. Uh, it's a Daffy Duck and Porky Pig number from November 27th, 1948. Join us in watching Riff Raffy Daffy. Okay, as suspected, mm. Daffy is down on his luck. Yes. However, the same could also be said for Cop Porky from Porkytopia, former chief of police of the nation state of Porkytopia, has not been well in- reintroduced he, into society. Well, he hasn't, because he's kind of, it looks like he's just kept his uniform. Yeah. And has just decided to go copping it about. It's just like, <laughs> I'm a policeman still, because I, I reckon he's probably applied for the police. Yeah. And uh, they've got failed. oh former former chief police. This yeah. is looking very ah, and then the psych evaluation. Yeah, uh. but the psych evaluation. He starts like getting out his little wind up children, <laughs> like and he's like, mm. it's like oh, I'm a father of children. Like it's like no, no, it's, no, no sorry, sorry no, this job's not for you. Uh, so uh, the mm. episode revolves around uh, Daffy. He's sleeping rough. Yeah, on the coldest uh, night in sixty four years. On the coldest night in sixty four years, and. Uh, Cop Porky is moving him along. Yeah. He moves him along from the bench. He moves him along from, like, the tree. He moves him along from all yeah, kinds of places. Yeah, because at, th- at first I thought, oh, they've got some really odd laws about where... Because he was like, no sleeping in the trash. Like, so, because Daffy was sleeping in a trash can. He's like, no sleeping in the tree. And it's like, these are really odd laws to to have. But now that we worked out that he's not actually part of the law, these are just laws he's making up. I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think they're probably... They're, you know, they're probably written somewhere. I just don't think I don't, I, I don't think he's enforcing them for that reason. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, he's moving Daffy along. Uh da- he turfs Daffy out of the park. Um it starts to snow and Daffy uh takes up stead in a uh like a furniture shop. Yeah, it looks like a department store. Yeah, a department store, but it's like a the display in the window, like yeah. a nice armchair, cozy fireplace. Yeah. And he, he sets up shop there. Uh once Cop Porky gets wind of this, uh, he's not happy he's about in, it. He's in there trying to chop him up with an axe and such. Yeah, that escalated real quick, didn't it? And Daffy's being very hospitable. He's giving yeah. him cigars, giving him a drink. He did then squirt him in the face with loads of soda. I reckon if he hadn't <laughs> have done that, if he hadn't have done that, if he just sat him down and went, cigar, drink, and just like left him, <laughs> he'd have probably been he's like, soda. And Porky's like, yeah, don't mind if he was like, bah, have all that. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Him. Maybe overstepped the hospitality mark. A little bit. Uh, but yeah, in the end, uh, Daffy, uh, as is his wont, uh, wheels out the kids. But yeah. They're not kids. They're wind-up kids. So we've got to ask ourselves, uh, like, has Daffy fallen out of favour with... With his mates. His, his mates? Because it was always just his mates, or nearly always. Like, yeah. he does have kids. He does. But... But it was normally just his friends dressed up. I reckon what it was, I reckon they were probably just at home and he didn't have like the 
the, the, the time but to the kind of rope them in. he is out on the street now. <laughs> he is. And so, like, what, so why isn't he staying with them? But That's what I mean. So I think would you, it doesn't matter if you're friends with Daffy. Would you want them living in your house? Because Daffy's my favourite character. I don't know if I'd invite them to stay. <laughs> It's like it's like we'll get you. There's a nice hotel down the road. Yeah, I I, I don't mind helping you out getting you a room, but I don't want you staying in here, pal. I suppose so, but I don't know. I think it feels like it feels like they'd still help him out, help him out of a pickle. Especially because there'll be a phone in there, can ring him up. Maybe he's just too proud. That's never been an issue before. No, that's, that's true. literally never been an issue before. When it when they all dressed up as his Russian family. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that was quite good. Like, but yeah, so he came out with like wind up kids. Yeah, they actually had a key on their heads, and and that was fine. And Porky Porky leaves them alone because I didn't know he had little ones, and he leaves them in the department store. Yeah, and then he, and then you cuts to cop Porky, and uh, to who we cannot stress enough is not Porky Pig. Yeah. It's it, it, it's it's not Porky the third. It's not Porky the fourth. It is just one of it the, is the decoys. former chief of police of Porky the third's nation state of Porkytopia. Yeah, now dismantled, and uh, all of those Porky lookalikes, the kind of you know, <coughs> they just know, need a place to be. Bullet fodder, I guess, is what they were really, weren't they? They were yeah, there they, to be they kind were there of to be decoys. Where if he was yeah. when the people were trying to assassinate him, yeah. Uh, but they've all been reintroduced with varying levels of success to society. But anyway, Cop Porky uh, leaves him alone. Says, "I know what it's like to be a father," and it cuts down. And is he's got clockwork kids as yeah, well. Three. He's, he's walking hand in hand with three clockwork children, which pigs. is why we think he didn't get his job at the the police. Yeah, because if you go and say, "I'm a family man," and you bring in clockwork children, people are going to be like, "I don't yeah, want that family to man. be a policeman. <laughs> I want that." man to go home immediately yeah he comes in with his axe and his clockwork and he children. did but unfortunately he still had his uniform he still had his truncheon and yeah. apparently he still had a massive axe yeah and a cannon yeah the cannon didn't come from the department store like the i assume not i mean although they were in the guns bit but it was for hunting and yeah. i don't think that counts as hunting no what was interesting was did you see the um the buckshot oh yes the, like, 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 so daffy's running through the department store away from the buckshot and now this is a gun that he sold to Porky, and he says, a duck will do anything to get some cash. He sold him a loaded gun for duck hunting. Just yeah. sell him an unloaded gun. But anyway, Porky fires, the buckshot comes out, Daffy's running away, opens a door, goes in the room, closes the door. Presumably the- has a Matrix-esque scene yeah. when the bullets come in, but they open the, the door, door handle, yeah. open it, <laughs> close the door behind him Yeah, as well. which is nice. You don't want to leave the door open. And then, it, you know, the room, like, in classic cartoon style like the door just pulses a bit and yeah. then Daffy walks out just yeah what did he do kick, kick, dusting kick off the ass of all of the uh, all the buckshot yeah or do I reckon you it just... was like full on martial arts in there yeah just like pow 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 yeah like a D&D monk yeah just catching <laughs> shit <laughs> but yeah <coughs> I mean that does mean he now has a handful of cash and uh, his, he's living in the department store he's living in ah, the yeah, department store but he's probably store. only living in there until the morning when the manager comes in and goes, look, you can't be here. Yeah, it's just Porky, like like Porky night. said, you can stay here as long as you want. Porky's not the lol. But he the doesn't have the right to do that. We know full well that, like, I mean, the agency obviously can't pay very well. Uh, well, I mean, unless it's poss- he's in like deep cover. Yeah, well, that's it. I'm thinking he's he's like he's so deep in cover that it's just like you know they disavow all knowledge of him and he doesn't get paid. <laughs> like he like he's keeping up. Like no, no one's necessarily looking for him. He's keeping up. His backstory, 
to an like almost unnecessary level. He's he's been reading his Stanislavski. He's looking yeah. at the unbroken line, and he's and he, he's gone like, like they're no, trying to pay like, him. My arc is this: I'll yeah. be working in the hotel, and then I'll get fired from the hotel, and I'll be a salesman yeah. of of gags, and that won't go very well for me. But I will will use that to sort of hunt down a criminal. Yeah. Uh, but then and then. Oh, like I'll get gradually more down on my luck until I'm sleeping on the street. That's my arc. Yeah, and he's doing arc. it. And and everyone at the agency is like, we could probably yeah, find you don't you have to do that in like high society or something like a good. Yeah, no, no, I've got my bit. So, so my... I'm, I'm thinking he is being paid for it, but it's all just going into a bank account that he's just not accessing. He's just like, no, nah, I'm not touching it. He's got savings. Yeah, but he, I reckon he's. I reckon he's. He occasionally really well dips off. into there to buy some clockwork kids. Yeah, I think Another. he's really well off, but he just doesn't. It's Daffy, isn't it? Like, it's, it's, it's possible. I mean, we, we won't find out and, until we see the end of whatever arc Daffy has written for himself. <laughs> I don't know because I think that's end. that's the that's the great thing here for me is that like, I'm pretty sure that Daffy has orchestrated his own demise. His, his yeah. own his own demise. Like for some sort of tactical reason, yeah. But I, mean, I still it's a gag, isn't it? Of of all of them who have been uh, either uh, agents during the war yeah. or doing undercover work for the agency, Daffy's the best spy. He is. Like I don't know how. It's a but lot of power the, play. The thing is, is he's getting the job. I, I, I do think that uh, he's. Not maybe not consciously, but he's he can just see how it all fits together. Yeah. So he he's seeing you know like cogs moving and all like he's just he can see how it all goes together. But he I don't can, think it's consciously. He can see what people want, what people need. He can leverage. Yeah. He goes, uh, like he might be doing this whacked out <clears throat> sort of thing, but like he knows because that will you know domino effect into that yeah. that that that. But I, but I don't think it's a conscious thing. Yeah. I gen- genuinely don't. I think he's just like, oh, Do you think well, I like want Dirk, this to happen. Like Dirk Gently. Yeah. It, <laughs> it just <right>. happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I'm, uh, good, I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's catch up with our other, uh, you know, super powerful uh, uh, agent of the uh, agency, Bugs Bunny. Uh, he's on his Todd in this one. It's he December is. 4th, 1948, and we're watching My Bunny Lies Over the Sea. Interesting. Okay, we're in a bit of an interesting situation here with Bugs. Because, yeah. like, I mean, as time goes on, it's become a little more convoluted and difficult to work out exactly where in Bugs' time, time and dimension travelling ways we are. Yeah. Now, my feeling initially uh, was that this had to be from before he had his powers. Uh, because he was digging his way uh, to uh, Los Angeles. Yep, with his uh, map. With his map. We've seen him do this before. We've seen him do this before. But unfortunately, what we know from uh, last week's episode is that he got his powers. Yes. In 1948, like just now. Yeah. uh, From a genie. Uh, On October 23rd, 1948. October 23rd, 1948. Yeah. So the question is why is he using the map? Because previously, it's been easy to explain away certain things as just. Like an earlier bugs and a later bugs. Yeah. But now, from this point onward, we know that any bugs we see has to be has powers. At, at, like at least from October twenty third, nineteen forty eight. Yeah. 
because a bugs from pre that time would not be able to travel forward to here. Yes. Uh, so the question then is, why is he using the map? Well, I, I, I think because because he, he pops out in Scotland. Yeah, well, so I, he what, does go wrong. Yeah. So what what I'm thinking it is is <laughs> he's made his wish and he's starting to get powers, but I don't think he knows because I don't think he wished for specific powers. Uh, yeah, I mean, so uh, Rob, Kaiju FM Rob, yeah. uh, posited that uh, what Bugs whispered to the genie was simply, make me the most powerful rabbit in the world. Not on Earth. Oh, on Earth. Yeah. Yes. Because, because, because there's the caveat key. to that, yeah. yeah. Make me the most powerful rabbit on Earth. Yeah. And because at that point, it cut to him, <coughs> uh, like, just surrounded by lady bunnies. Yeah. Shisha pipe. Like, just having a, a lovely time. Yeah. Um. Which is understandable for like your your first use of your yeah your, 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 your I'm first the most use powerful of your, yeah powerful on Earth, um, so there's a possibility he doesn't know. Yeah, because yeah, because the thing powers. is, is like, like like the on Earth bit was the bit that was taken literally, which is why he it, it's so when he's on Earth when he's standing on Earth, he has he's the most powerful. What's interesting about that is if the genie had to grant him these time traveling powers yeah to make him the most powerful rabbit on earth there's another rabbit somewhere with a level of power just underneath that yeah so we've got somewhere in the wings a rabbit <laughs> who is of, of almost equal power. Because i can't imagine the genie would go above and beyond no because frankly, Bugs is very irritating. Either uh, well, either that, or at some point there will be a rabbit. Yeah, but because the thing is, is wish that... it didn't govern the time, right? No, well, no, but the, but the thing is, is as soon as ah, oh, maybe maybe that's why his powers keep getting better. Because every time there's a rabbit who gets a power and equals Bugs, Bugs has to go ahead. So his wish is ever growing. So he remains the most. Powerful so he remains because because that's what his wish was, and the genie has to make that. And happen. he does keep getting extra. He does going on. So I'm thinking uh, he hasn't developed his TARDIS power abilities because they like you know currently he's the most powerful rabbit on Earth, and as soon as a rabbit gets as powerful as that, he then jumps. And I think what happens. So in do this you one, think that between October uh, well, October twenty third, nineteen forty eight, yeah. and December fourth, nineteen forty eight, a rabbit got. Well, yeah, because I mean, like, like they, teleportation like, powers. Yeah, and all, then all, like, like all it takes is for a rabbit to uh, a non-sentient rabbit to snap and require and, and require that power, and then boom, instantly, Bugs isn't the most powerful rabbit, and his power has to grow. So I'm thinking, what happens in this is he's just trying to get to LA the same way he always tries to get to wherever he uses underground map, and he's got a shovel and he's digging his way there, and at that point, a rabbit snaps and gets some level of power which allows it to travel instantaneously or at least semi-instantaneously and bugs develops his tardis power and doesn't realize and, gets and just jumps to, of course yeah jumps to ends up like going boop and jumps to scotland and so when he pops out the ground he's like oh where's la there are some things i've learned about uh scotland in the <coughs> universe yeah uh <laughs> well from our sample group of one, no one can do a Scottish accent. Nope. <laughs> um, and uh, also, 
so basically the episode revolves around uh, Bugs' run-in with this uh, Scottish bagpipe player. Yeah. Bugs thinks it's a monster attacking a woman. Yeah, initially. So he, he yeah. smashes the bagpipes up. Then he realises that it's a man. Yeah. And uh, he's like... This is this is an aspect that's strange to me. Yeah. Uh, well, it was strange to me immediately and then became strange to me again later on. Is Bug seems to have issue with a man wearing a skirt. Hmm. And of all the people to have issue with a man wearing a skirt. Yeah, yeah. Bug's like, funny. Really, Bugs? Not, like, you've got hang-ups about this? But then again... If he didn't have his TARDIS powers at this point, and yeah. you know about them, he doesn't have his super wardrobe, and he uh, probably hasn't true. become addicted to disguises by this yeah, point. Yeah, that, that, that is a good point, actually. Um, but then, uh, later on in the episode, uh, when he's challenging this guy to uh, a game, yeah, uh, he's suddenly full-on into his aping the Scottish. Yeah. And it's like, so you do know Scotland's a thing? Yeah. But you didn't know about the kilt. Yeah, well, but like, again, I, I'm thinking it's it, it's possibly just really good at mimicking accents. So as soon as he hears it, because the thing is, like, the only thing he was doing when he when he mimicked the Scottish thing was he just did the accent. Yeah, he was and just again, an old man. Like he didn't he didn't do anything else particularly like Scottish. He just did the accent the other guy was doing. And I cannot just stress enough. It. Not a Scottish yeah, accent, but, that, but that's because he was copying, copying the, other the other guy. Yeah. So I think he just he was just like I'm going to imitate what he's doing. But yeah, most of the episode revolves around them playing golf yeah. with one another. Yeah. Um, uh, the Tooniverse Scotland uh, clearly shares a uh, stereotype uh, with uh, our world Scotland yeah. in that they're uh, supposedly uh, a bunch of tight bastards. <laughs> uh, because at one point when they're playing golf, Bugs has taken 55 strokes to do something. He writes two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, the Scotsman takes issue with this. Obviously. Says it was 55. And then Bugs immediately just starts, like, he auctioning gets up something, auctioning. And the, the Scotsman haggles him down. Yeah. yeah. Haggles him down to one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bugs is like, all right, I'll have that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's that's definitely, that definitely transfers into the Tooniverse, that, uh, that stereotype. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, most of it's just kind of strange. I can't even really remember why they were playing the game in the first place. Uh, I, I, I'm he not tried sure, to challenge uh, yeah. him to cards. Yeah. And the Scottish said, uh, we're not doing it, we're playing yeah. golf. Yeah. Well, I think it was just like, like, do you want to play a real game? And golf was what he brought up. Yeah, but what, what was the challenge for? Why do they need to play a game? I'm not sure. Like, uh, it just seemed to come yeah, out of nowhere. It was just like, right, we're playing golf now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting because Bugs is still using a shovel to dig around, so, like, he clearly didn't even have, like, spatial TARDIS powers. No. Uh, we don't know even if he's got time ones yet. No, 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 we don't know. We well, like, as, he- as, as, as far as we know, he's only got the ability to jump distance. Yeah. So, that's interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it progresses, mm. uh, keeping, keeping a close eye on, like, what I presume we're calling true bugs at this point yeah like until until he gets those time travel powers we can be fairly confident uh that if he's if we see him digging it's yeah it's the true bugs yeah i mean because it still might take him a while because he was still using a shovel later in the episode he was yeah uh so he clearly hasn't noticed that that's the case he knows he was thrown off course yeah but he doesn't know that he ha- yeah that he currently has because he thought to- it was because he didn't take a left at albuquerque yeah so you know, well, like, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, but 
yeah, other than that, I don't think that episode is going to give us much. But it is interesting to see, just just have this brief window, because I imagine it will be brief. Yes. But a brief window where we are pretty sure what stage Bugs, Bugs is in we power-wise. Have. Yeah. Because it's gone from none, except presumably the rabbit tracks. Like, yeah. but, that, but that's more of an but, infrastructure yes. thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's um, just all rabbits have the ability yeah, to do that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, rabbit tracks, uh, for those who uh, are newer to the podcast, was a... Uh, there's these uh it's almost like a railway tracks, system a railway yeah. system of like paw prints around certainly around the united states yeah. uh across uh, along which uh, a rabbit can travel at tremendous speed yeah because he doesn't have to concentrate on where he's going he's essentially on rails he can just run full pelt yeah and he'll be on rails and full and pelt is absurdly fast yes um that said then shall we move on uh it's probably not a bad idea into the last one of 1949 yeah. Uh, it's called Scaredy Cat. Yep. We've got Sylvester in. And uh, it's the first use of Sylvester's name, apparently. Because okay. uh, he's been an alley cat up until now as well. Yes, like, yeah. He's never and, been and a lo- pet yet. No, like, no one's ever called him Sylvester. Um, so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's the first use of Sylvester's name. He's in there with Porky Pig, uh, yep. as ever. Like, know your porkies. Like, you've got you gotta, you to gotta keep on it because... Yep. There's a there's a good few about. There, there's days. a lot of them kicking about at the moment. I think that's what I think that's one of the first things we should uh, rock on the uh, Instagram account is uh, just know your porky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like Porky the Porky the third, you know, mad with power. <laughs> porky the fourth, hams up the stutter. <laughs> he really right. does. And then we have got the policeman Porky, yeah. Doctor Porky. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's tons. <laughs> there's all kinds of Porky, and they're not never the same dude. No. Uh, but he's in there with a Porky Pig, so let's find out who it is. Let's watch uh, Scaredy Cat from December 18th, 1948. Porky the Fourth. Uh, yeah, definitely yeah. Porky the Fourth. <laughs> definitely. Like, that's stutter. You know, there was just no hiding it. Yeah, it's it's so intense. Yeah, uh, Sylvester, hench as fuck. Yeah, that's uh, that's a power we did not know Sylvester had. No. In fact, we've been struggling to find a power for Sylvester other than drunk, really. Yeah, I, I mean, the thing is, though, is like, Sylvester didn't talk in this. And have we ever actually seen him talking to anybody yet? Uh, other than other kind other of... Just sort of muttering to himself. Yeah, or non-sentient... I just don't know if he's had his moment yet. Uh, yeah, he definitely has because he's he's hired himself out as like a mouse catcher and stuff like that, hasn't he? Yeah, but I, I, well, I mean, he hasn't. He's done. He's done some opera singing. He has done some opera singing. Yeah, it was just he didn't speak of it, and he seems to have been. We, I mean, we we know Porky the Third had a, a subdom thing with dogs. Do you think Porky the Fourth has it with cats? And Sylvester is now doing that. I don't think so. I think they had an odd relationship going on there because this is the this is the first this is the first time Sylvester's had a name, and this yeah. is the first time he's shown any sense of sort of uh, duty or like uh, loyalty to another uh, animal at yeah. all. Uh, and I think he's realised that if he doesn't speak, uh, he's just a lovable kitty cat. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's been taken in. 
and so it's been working out for him. Yeah, so so he's just he's just staying stum and yeah, and, pretending and, and, to be and a no one can tell he's just a pisshead. Yeah, yeah, with his big red nose. <laughs> yeah, but uh, ultimately, yeah, we discovered that Sylvester is hench. Uh, so the episode revolves around uh, them going to stay. Are they going to stay there? Or are they moving in? I, I, I think it's where they're moving in because the realtor said that that's like the only place they can get. And it's this big, old, spooky-looking house. And yeah. It's massive. It's a massive house. But Porky's loving it. Porky's yeah, like, he's oh, like oh, this oh, is great. just this is you know this place is this quaint and you yeah. know lovely, a, like a quaint mansion. Uh, where is that is, a thing? Uh, uh, to Porky, apparently. <laughs> I mean, he is in show business. He is, but uh, you know, palaces is the next step up. But yeah, so he's moving in there, Sylvester. Uh, Sylvester's terrified. He tells Sylvester to stay in the kitchen. That yeah. does not happen. Sylvester basically adheres himself to Porky's back. Which is amazing. And Porky goes up to bed. It's the most naked we've ever seen Porky Pig, which is yeah. completely naked except for a cat. Yes. Um, <laughs> to his back. But uh, yeah, uh, the early part of the episode is Porky just trying to go to sleep and so realising Sylvester's there. Yeah. Uh, he kicks him back downstairs into the kitchen. Um where we see a uh, sort of little parade of mice. Yeah, so you like, got there's like, two ahead with like candles. Carrying candles, yeah. And then there's there's two one carrying a cart. Uh, yeah, uh, with, with a, a cat, cat in it, it yeah. like tied up. And then behind them, uh, with like an executioner's mask on, yeah. carrying an axe, uh, follows presumably an executioner mouse. Now, yeah. there's a lot of mice live in this house. Um, we see that at the end of the episode, but they've clearly reached a stage in their society where this is this is the way things are done. Yeah, they're almost kind of like a, some sort of like weird cult sort of thing, aren't they? Because like they really don't want anybody else in that house. No, like, like they 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 they've take they've they've got dominion over it, and they don't want to lose that. Yeah, and they're actively trying to kill Porky and Sylvester. Yes. In various so, different ways. But there's lots of like trap doors and like hidden compartments. Like this house has either been designed that way or the mice have set it up this way. Yeah, I think the mice have modded it because it's been on the market for a while, mm, right? Yeah. Uh, but so in the end, Porky lets Sylvester stay up in the bed. Yeah. Uh, the bed gets tipped out the window. Yeah, it gets pushed out the window by the mice. Does it, they just push it? Uh, well, they get underneath lift and carry. Yeah, so a bunch of mice carry the bed, chuck it out the window. Uh, falls down onto a flagpole, so it's yeah. sort of like uh, vertical. Yeah. Uh, and Porky says it's chilly, sends Sylvester out to close the window. Uh, when Sylvester gets out the bed, the it bed springs back, back up. up. And when Sylvester goes... And so that was the point where we concluded that Sylvester's very dense. <laughs> yes, he wears a lot. Um but yeah, he goes. I think he yeah, opens like a birdhouse or something on a tree. Yeah, so there's, there's, I think, I mean, it looked like a cuckoo clock, but I think, yeah. I think it was a birdhouse. But he goes over to it, shuts the window on the the birdhouse, walks back, and this is all in midair. He yeah. hasn't realized he's in midair. So at this our, point. Our, our triangle of gravity still holds. Yeah, yeah that still works. Uh, and then he ends up, when he gets back to where the bed should be, realizes the bed isn't there, looks down, and then falls. Yeah. But he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. But, uh, Porky, the bed does fly back up into the room, but Porky, Porky has a night's notice, sleep. Yeah. Uh, Sylvester, uh, well, he stops an anvil from. So, so, so as soon as the bed ends up back in the top, Sylvester falls and says, "Comes back upstairs, opens the bedroom door, and a compartment above the bed opened, and an anvil, and an anvil came out, which and the Sylvester mice were just doing. catches it. Yeah, it just it just runs up and just goes, Boof, and it's like, and it's oh, just oh, like he's hedge. yeah, it just stops. But again, this is uh, like 
the first time we've seen Sylvester care about another creature mm. at all. Um, Sylvester winds up spending night uh, in the kitchen. Porky leaves him in there. Yeah, from um, like one a.m. till four a.m. He ends up four. under, like in the cellar. Yeah, like he gets lowered down in the cellar. But we don't see what happens. What we do see is a grey, like just hair. Just yeah, Jotham standing up on, on end, like almost like zombie-looking Sylvester yeah. returned to the bedroom. Uh, Porky thinks it's makeup and like just tells him to shake it off, goes downstairs. He, he chastises Sylvester for being a scaredy cat and then he marches into the kitchen. Yeah. And then we just see the little sort of vigil and parade yeah. happen and Porky uh, is on the cart with a sign that says, you are right, Sylvester. And, and Sylvester runs out the house. Yeah, he and at it. this point, I thought... This is the the end end of Porky the Fourth. Yeah, this is how Porky the Fourth dies. But uh, a sort of little fairy, fairy godmother sort of cat. Do you think maybe it's his conscience or... Yeah, I reckon so. Uh, Gets there, gives him a brief, uh, like, uh, PowerPoint presentation, like a flip chart. It's a PowerPoint pep talk. Yeah, showing him the relative sizes of a mouse and a cat and calling him a coward and sending him back into fight. At which point, Sylvester snaps the branch off a tree... Goes, nah, that's not good enough. Turns out, takes a whole tree out of the ground. ground. Goes into the house, and we just see the whole house just shaking, and this just torrent of mice uh, leaves the house. And it's like, wow, he's really heavy. He's He's got super, super strength. So, like, that's. Yeah, and then at the end of the episode, yeah, it's just Porky going, thanks for saving me. Yeah. And then. Uh, the executioner mouse comes out the clock and conks Sylvester on the head. And we don't actually see Sylvester get back up again, do we? No, nah, I mean, he's got to be fine. I mean, he took an anvil to the head, a ball and ball to the head. He took a lot of things to the head. Now, what I do want to tackle here is the the executioner mouse takes off his mask and he's got like a sort of Napoleonic hat and a yeah. sort of pencil moustache and like just teeth all over the place. Yeah. Now, who's, <laughs> who's he? Who's this crazy guy? Well, yeah, that's it. Because he, like like, he does like a crazy accent. Um, I, I don't. I can't really pin down what like, accent these, he's trying to do. Yeah, but like, just by the attire, like it's just like, are these like Napoleon? Is it like these Napoleonic era mice, right? Like, these, I mean, are, 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 are this, that, that's the can, cult that they've wet. Like, that's yeah, the kind of uniform for is the he cult. Their that charismatic leader. But I mean, he's not very charismatic. But maybe that's why. Where's the execution? That mask? possibly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it like it's a bit of an odd one because like we've seen mice. In all various different forms of the cartoons yeah. and stuff like that. So we know that they're not in that era. Yes, but we like, have seen a few different situations. Like, So uh, the European Society of Mice seemed very quaint, but really quite advanced technologically. Yeah. Like they were going on like, you know, uh, aerial tours around. Yeah, like, like a monorail shop. rides and yeah. shit. Um, whereas, yeah. Like, but, but, we've but, also but, seen it be but, very but quaint. In the US, we've also seen just like little pockets of it, right? Like, yeah. just it's that's what these two are doing. Yeah, but I, like, I think it's just that's just what their cult is. I think that's just the garb for their cult. Do you think mice are particularly prone to cults in this situation? Yeah, well, do you think they're a bit kind of easily or, led? Yeah, or, or yeah. I mean, possibly because the thing is, is like, like, like they are very prolific. They have lots of kids, so it's very easy to grow a cult quite quickly. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that. Yeah, so, you get one mad bastard. Uh, you know, raising a ton of kids and yeah, it, like it's very easy for a, a cult, especially if they've had that house for a while, and they definitely have because they've had enough time to mod it really quite a lot. But it's the kind of thing that you would sort of expect to happen in the insect societies, but we've seen them as very reasonable. But yeah. is that because of a hive mind? Possibly, yeah. It's very easy to like go right. This is what we're doing. If everybody's thinking the same thing, yeah. 
But so I want to know what happened to Sylvester in that basement. I want to know what that, that missing three hours of Sylvester's life. Was this the one that had an 11-minute version as well? Or was that the No, no, one? no. That's not <laughs> <laughs> the extent is like, okay, behind the scenes you get it's to like, see actually what. It's like fucking hostile. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> because the thing is, like, he came up changed. Like, yeah. he was he was really, he'd had a hell of a time. But that three hours, we don't know what happened. Yeah, it's, it's grim. It looked real horrid, whatever but happened. But we know it did not take nearly as long for them to sort Porky out. No. Because Sylvester, he was chained, but he still got out. He did get out, yeah. They 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 didn't ever march Sylvester down on the no. little uh, the corpse wagon. No, <laughs> the old corpse wagon. No, whereas Porky, Porky got... it was a matter of about thirty seconds. Yeah, Sylvester they tortured for three four hours. Yeah, and he managed to escape. Well, they sent him back up though. That was the thing. I don't know. Well, did he escape or did he get? Oh, out? We, mate, we we just saw him. Yeah, we have no idea. <sighs> oh, do you think maybe they've possibly brainwashed him a little bit? And maybe he's got some sort of hypnotic trigger that at some point's going to go it's and we're going like to end up with or Yeah, exactly. We're going to have to keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we, oh, something, I've just just looked back at the list, actually. Something we didn't mention for Riff Raffy Daffy, because uh, that was a Cinecolor episode. Yeah. And you, because I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't say anything about Cinecolor in there, but you actually mentioned something about... Oh, yeah. So uh, I was wondering... Uh, because we're pretty sure Cinecolor started doing its clone thing during the war. Yeah. Um, like, do we think... Because, like, Porkytopia existed well into the war. Yes. Do we think that Cinecolor created all the duplicate Porkies to uh, flesh out the businesses of Porkytopia? Yeah, so, so, so do you think that, like, you know, once their kind of millionaire cash cow went a bit sick and they weren't getting as much money, do you think Porkytopia... Porky... Porky stumped up yeah, the funds possibly and said i've got a project for you yeah so that i mean that's something Worth. to look out for so any sort of porky pig episode that's cynicaler could we be on clone watch there for the porky well i think pig? We're, we're yeah i think that's another thing to look, look for but yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're on clone watch and cynicaler until we know that that project has been shut down yeah and until then like no one's safe no <laughs> anyone could be a clone uh so that brings us to the end of uh 1948 yeah. uh so uh uh, tune in next week where we'll be a whole Stop. new year a whole new year it's gonna be I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it yeah so uh, we're gonna start uh, putting some stuff up on uh, Instagram uh, some I'm gonna do a know your porkies uh, yeah. you know diagram uh, <laughs> and cobble like, that together you know just cobble that together uh, and you know just any weird stuff that we we, we want to think about or we see yeah uh, We'll be banging up there. Uh, so if you're not watching the episodes along, you can kind of see what we're talking about. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. And otherwise, uh, until next week, uh, you know, have a good one. Thank you for listening. If yeah. you do listen on iTunes, uh, please, please, please give us a review. Yeah, it helps a lot. It helps, helps our visibility. a lot. Because currently uh, we don't pop up in any of their sort of ratings because no. uh, there's not enough people rating it. So, there's not. Uh, we know you're out there, iTunes listeners. Please, Dude. please, just take a minute of your time. Give us a review. Otherwise, uh, you know, just keep listening. Tell some people. Uh, yeah, tell everybody. Word of mouth is the way these things get around. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you next week. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you.
How much do you like beer? Do you drink it? Do you ponder it? We like great beer so much that we brew it. Maybe you do too, or are curious about the process and ingredients involved. Or maybe you just want to hear people talk about it. Come and join us. Buy the Mash Tun, a fortnightly beer and brewing podcast by a couple of nerds where we brew some beer, drink some beer, and have a nice little chat about beer. You can find us on kaiju.fm or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just search for Buy the Mash Tun. Crack open a brew.